UC Wealth Management, we're proud to partner with individuals, families, and foundations, ensuring possibilities become achievements. From preserving and enhancing your assets to securing your legacy for future generations, we're focused on your success. UC Bank, building business, growing wealth. Since 1868, member FDIC. Hello, my name is Nigel Hammer over there with a special guest on the hotline. Gates McGavick is the legal communications director and a spokesman for the RNC. Gates, welcome back to the Hammer and Nigel show, and let's get right to it. It's a big night for the Republicans. Republican primary. People are going to the polls right now. Uh, What's the vibe? What are we hearing? Hey, good to be back with you guys. I mean, I think everyone's looking forward to tonight, right? I mean, it's been a long primary season. Um, and any time that, you know, Republican voters are going out by the thousands and tens of thousands and uh, casting votes for Republican candidates, they're, they're casting votes against Joe Biden. So I think we're looking forward to a big turnout. Uh, we're looking forward to a lot of Republican enthusiasm across the board. And I think we're looking forward to getting one step closer to this general election. Now, for those who haven't been keeping close track of what's really going on here, Remind everybody why it's just the Republicans and not the Democrats here. I know we're dealing with an incumbent president, but there were other people that wanted to be on the ballot here, and yet that's not happening. Yeah, so long and short of it, Joe Biden abandoned New Hampshire. Uh, He and the DNC shook up the Democrat primary calendar to make South Carolina their first primary. And as a result, Biden's not even on the ballot in New Hampshire. He totally abandoned the state. And then you have other Democrats like Dean Phillips and Marianne Williamson, who are so unhappy with Joe Biden's presidency that they're on the ballot. And so you're going to see a president probably get a decent number of votes cast against him uh, in the New Hampshire primary. And it's all because Democrats walked away from New Hampshire and uh, Republicans put down roots there. So Gates, after tonight, say it's just, just, you know, Donald Trump just boat races Nikki Haley, and it's a huge margin. And I know you have to be impartial here and be kind of careful what you say, but would you like to see the party come together if this is just such a, a, a blowout tonight and see, you know, Donald Trump come out, come out on top as the, as the front runner here? Yeah, you know, look, we'll see what happens. Maybe Nikki wants to go to her home state. Um, She'll make whatever decision is best for her based off tonight. But, yeah, I think you're seeing Republicans really come together across the board. And if there's one thing we can all agree on, it's that we knew Joe Biden was going to be bad. But I don't think any of us knew just how bad it was going to be and just how quickly he's undone all the progress of the last Republican administration. So, yeah, I mean, over at the RNC, you know, we support whoever the nominee is. We're busy. We're keeping our head down. We're building infrastructure, get out the vote infrastructure, election integrity infrastructure. And as soon as we have a nominee, we're going to give them a key to the machine and they get to drive. What's the role of the RNC when it comes to candidates like at this point? Does the RNC have to give financial support to Nikki Haley and Donald Trump because they're the two that are technically still in this thing? How does it work? No, so we, you know, we provided the debate platforms. Uh, we provided them a chance to kind of share their vision for the American people. It, good way to think about it. If candidates are like athletes 
on a football field, we build the stadium, right? We like maintain the infrastructure that the candidates can use to get their message out, get votes out. So, you know, right now we're not directly financially assisting either campaign. We're using our money to build that stadium, build that infrastructure, you know, sign up the volunteers, file the lawsuit. Right. So that once we have that one candidate, they come in, they take advantage of what we've built. But in that, you know, to use that analogy, while you're building the stadium, that means money isn't being spent to promote who is going to be going against Joe Biden. And I say that because, you know, we get a lot of text messages here. We get people call our show that say, you know, right now the RNC, they could be promoting Donald Trump to the masses. They could be spending money to go out there and fight Joe Biden. But right now they have to kind of keep it close to the vest because technically there are two candidates, even though one has already been blown out and might be blown out again. Yeah, look, I think we'll know a lot more after tonight, right? Things can change so quickly in in the field of politics. Um, But I will say that, you know, we are spending money against Joe Biden. That's part of why the RNC exists, to attack the Democrat incumbent 24-7. I'll give you an example. So over this cycle alone, the RNC has filed 76 election integrity lawsuits in 22 states across the country. These are lawsuits like making sure that voter ID is taken care of, making sure that mail-in voting is safe, uh, making sure that poll watchers have access inside the room. Lawsuits cost money. We filed 76 of them. That's the kind of thing we can do that while the primary is playing out and voters are making their decisions, we are in the background building this infrastructure against Joe Biden. That's where the money's going. It's being very well spent. Gates, what do you think is the biggest issue for Republican voters right now? More often than not, it's always the economy. But with this news coming out yesterday that the Supreme Court has basically said, you know, people in Texas can't defend themselves against what's happening at the border here. Has the immigration, illegal immigration crisis surpassed the economy or are they neck and neck? What are you hearing? I mean, I think neck and neck, and I think it's just it's because it's so unprecedented. I mean, I think every year the economy is number one, right? That's the day-to-day, how people feed their families, you know, get their kids to school, et cetera, pay for a mortgage. But the border is so – I mean, we do not have a functional southern border at a time when the world is a very dangerous place, and we have no idea who's coming into our country. And the level of disregard and disdain that Joe Biden has showed for this crisis – not to mention the fact it's literally killing our citizens. Poison is flooding in through our border in the form of fentanyl and killing people by the dozen by the day. So I think this border crisis just, and what it says about the Biden administration, that they truly just don't care about the American people enough to protect their southern border. Um, I think it does really make it kind of that neck and neck economy and the border issue. Yeah. Gates, one more thing before we let you go. Um, what do you think turnout's going to be like tonight? I mean, we kind of talked about it at the beginning of this segment. You go, you go back to the Iowa caucuses, about 15% of registered Republicans showed up. Uh, Trump still won by a landslide. So, um, in a freezing I, blizzard, yeah, in a freezing basically. blizzard. Do you right. think we're going to have yeah. better t- turnout per capita uh, in New Hampshire tonight? I think historically New Hampshire does tend to have a higher turnout per capita. Um, and it does help that it's not like an insane. It's very cold there, but there's no like insane blizzard happening. Um, so, yeah, I, I think we'll see really strong turnout. And again, I think you know, taking a step back, big picture here, you're about to see hundreds of thousands of Republicans go turn out, vote, vote for their candidates. And uh, that's a really good thing to see. One last thing real quick. After tonight, when it's all done, let's say Nikki Haley does not drop out because that's what she said. She's gone on the record. No matter what happens tonight, she's not going to drop out. 
What does the RNC do next? Give me a little timeline of what the road to 2024 looks like. I mean, I think then we're on to South or Nevada, I guess, and then South Carolina, right? We're going to continue doing what we've been doing, which is messaging nonstop against the Biden administration, filing key lawsuits, training thousands of poll watchers, poll workers, thousands of volunteers in the field, developing our data set that we can use to effectively target voters. We will keep building, uh, keep building our infrastructure as the primary plays out for as long as it takes. And when the primary is over, whether that be tomorrow or weeks from now, uh, we will be right there to support the nominee. Gates McGavick, Legal Communications Director and Spokesman for the RNC. Gates, we appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Hey, thank you for having me on.